Support for Talking Heart on WVIK comes from the people at Quad City Bank and Trust, helping the local community with their banking and financial needs for more than 20 years. Information is at qcbt.com. Support also comes from the estate of Margaret Skinner, a longtime friend of WVIK and lover of the arts. Carolyn Martin, and I'm talking art today with Kyle Carter, who is the executive director of the Downtown Davenport Partnership about the upcoming Alternating Currents Festival. Welcome, Kyle. Yeah, thanks for having me. Sure. Thanks for talking to us about this. And the Alternating Currents Festival is this week from Thursday, August 23rd through Sunday, the 26th. What will happen there exactly? It's a festival based off the South by Southwest model uh, in which we'll have a little bit of everything. So live music, comedy, film screenings, uh, visual arts. Uh, it's, a, it's a huge um, smorgasbord, if you will, of, of art. So mm-hmm. we've got uh, a lot to look forward to, and, and uh, this will be our second year now. Yeah, and there are quite a few venues. I think I read on the websites like 16 different spots. Right. Yeah. We've got over 16 venues, some of which are more formal venues like the Raccoon Hotel or Redstone Room at River Music Experience. And then we have a lot of uh, bars and restaurants that serve as, as uh, locations as well. It's, it's a real mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's perfect. It's summer indoor, summer outdoor. Mm-hmm. We are going to pray for great weather. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are over 100 performances and events all in downtown Davenport. And what's really great is they're all walkable. From one another. They are. And the best way to explain this to people unfamiliar with this model or this South By model is that it's basically a choose-your-own-adventure festival. Uh, you're not supposed to be able to get to all the stuff. You're, you're not expected to. Um, it's You kind of look and see and, and go discover. Mm-hmm. There's a menu, yes, in other words. Yes, <laughs> there's a menu, and, and you have to kind of pick what you're into or just pick what looks most interesting. One of the most fun parts about this is just the that discovery process of being surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're well aware that you probably are not familiar with the vast majority of artists at this or, or um you know, films, but that's not really the point. We, mm-hmm. You know, the point is is that discovery process and learning about downtown while you're at it uh, and having a really good time. Yeah. It's actually more fun sometimes to go to something that you don't know anything about, just in terms of, of uh, expanding your horizons a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, many of the events on Saturday and Sunday are free, and you do not need a ticket or pass to attend those. Uh, some of those are say like the chalk fest. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the chalk art festival. We have the uh, the Becky fest, the the oh my god Becky fest uh, that uh, is kind of a handmade uh, vintage uh, festival. All that stuff is family friendly too. Uh, we have so many different things here that you can do without spending a dime. Uh, and then the uh, the general tickets that uh, get you into the the more formal venues like Redstone Raccoon and Stardust. Uh, are still very inexpensive. You know, it's like a $20 pass for the weekend to get into all the shows. And if you want to do just one show at a time for those, it's five bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's super cheap. The Adler is its own ticket for Dr. Dog, but the uh, overall, you don't have to do any of that. You can literally just come down and roam around and, and see tons of free uh, content. Yeah, so very, very affordable. And again, the Chalk Arts Fest, that's organized by Quad City Arts. Yeah, um, and it's I'm glad you brought up the the fact that Quad City Arts runs that because it's a good example of the partnerships in this festival. We have lots of experts that already know what they're doing in their field of art. For instance, uh, Harry Walker put together all of our film. Harry knows film. Why would I try to book film when Harry Walker lives in the Quad Cities? Uh, And last year, Josh Ford helped us with that, too, to get it off the ground. And 
And uh, it's a good opportunity to just reach out to those in our community that are already driving the art scene and let them shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you mentioned, oh, my God, Becky, oh, OMG, <laughs> OMG, Becky, Becky Fest, Fest yeah. I should say, <laughs> OMG, to be a little bit more uh, polite. How, how, so how did this event get its rather curious name? Um, you know, I think uh, Mary just thought it was funny, frankly. Um, <laughs> I she didn't call it OMG Mary. Yeah. Fest. Yeah. I, I think obviously it's a play off the old song. Uh, but the uh, yeah stuff like that where we let creative people just be be their own weird selves is is kind of the point. Uh, and and Mary put together a great festival last year, and is going to do an even bigger version of it this year. So mm-hmm. we're um, we're like I said, we're going to let people do what they do and do it well. And and the alternating currents is really just grabbing all of this talent and all of this um, content. And wrapping a bow around it and presenting it to the community in a way that uh, they can they can find it. Yeah, there's uh, something called the best of the worst, and that's spelled W U R S T. So that's a funny play on words, like bratwurst, and that's at the German American Heritage Center on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, it's another example of just the, how diverse our downtown has become and, and the scope of it. Uh, it's it's spread out all over the place. There's no one concentrated location. Uh, it's it, you have to move around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you know, other events do require a ticket, including your big show on Saturday night with Dr. Dog at the Adler Theater. Uh, who, who is Dr. Dog, and why should we grab a ticket for that performance? Yeah, Dr. Dog has been in the indie scene for a long time. Um, anybody that's a fan of Wilco is going to like Dr. Dog. Uh, you know, Sean Moller's worked with them in the past. We've They're, they're just kind of um, uh, journeyman indie rockers at this point, and, and they're great at what they do. So they have never played this market uh, in a venue of this scale. They played in, I think, Ribco many years ago, but it's been a long time. So, you know, part of the reason that we did this festival is to make sure that we brought talent and certain kinds of bands and acts that may not otherwise be here at all or very often, and Dr. Dog is a great example of mm-hmm. that. And the Adler's such a great venue. Um, they have a, it sounds like Dr. Dog has a new album called Critical Equation that's getting some uh, great reviews, so hopefully they'll play a lot yeah. from that. Uh, from that. Um, and uh, just to review again, there's some ticket options for people. Dr. Dog has its own separate admission, uh, and tickets start around $33. Yeah, and which is dirt cheap. And, you know, you're not going to see Dr. Dog anywhere else for much less than that. And, and uh, the, we, we wanted this to be affordable. The Downtown Davenport Partnership is basically buying down the cost of this show with the Adler Theater in conjunction with them to make it more accessible to more people in the community. Yeah, which is so awesome. And I should mention that if you do go to see Dr. Dog, you can get $5 off your weekend pass right. if you purchase one of those. And those are so inexpensive. Yeah. So the $20 fee would be reduced to 15 Um And then you can walk up to any v- venue and just pay $5 if, if it's a charging event. And just to remind, remind people, too, that many events are free. Yeah, yeah. If... Again, the tons of them are free. A few of them are five bucks, and one of them is thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's a good. That's a that's a pretty good baseline to work with when we're bringing this kind of quality of talent in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, the the film offerings are really extensive, uh, and I think that that's one way in which this event really distinguishes itself from other festivals in our in our area. And and this type of opportunity helps to cultivate young people from our community uh, who are interested in film. Yeah, the uh, the the big headliner, if you will, is uh, you know the fact that we're going to be showing a quiet place 
and the writers who are from the Quad Cities, and that's fairly well documented at this point, will be there for a Q&A. Uh, it'll be at the Figgy Art Museum in their very cool theater if you haven't been there. It's a small capacity, so if you want to see this, you need to make sure you're there on time. Mm-hmm. But and that's uh, a free. That's one of the free that's events? That's one of our free events. That's yeah. on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the, uh, uh, Harry put that together. He gets all the credit for making that happen, and it's it's just super cool to have that happen here. And then, in, you know, right up with the film, the, the, the comedy piece of this is really unique, too. And, and we don't have a big comedy club in town anymore. We have comedy sports and things of that nature, but uh, it's nice to be able to feature so many of that. And Dan Bush put that stuff together. He booked all that for us. Again, somebody who's in that industry. Uh, and we've got tons of comedians that are sprinkled out throughout the entire mm-hmm. festival, too. Yeah, I think I counted 17 on your website. So 17 different hilarious acts. Uh that you can take advantage of. And, and and one kind of interesting twist is you combine comedy with film. Um, on Friday, the 24th, there's a live comedic commentary that's um, being performed in unison with this with a film from the 1960s. Yeah, basically Mystery Science Theater 3000. I mean, it, I, we can't promote it like that necessarily, but that's kind of the idea of uh, the laugh tracks uh, concept. And, you know, it's it's – Again, a unique opportunity for us to put something out there that you know you wouldn't normally see. Mm-hmm. To kind of circle back to film again, I think it's so great that there are many young filmmakers in our community. Uh, we previously talked with Jonathan Burnett from Urban Exposure mm-hmm. on this show, and he's doing a great thing. He is. The Urban Exposure stuff itself is really cool. We have other submissions that have been made that will be shown uh, that were local and, and not local. Uh, but, um, yeah, the, the figgy will be a great place to see a lot of that. And we have, I think some other locations we're going to sprinkle some film into, but, um, yeah, that the film festival piece in the quad cities is, is very rare. And so this is, uh, one of the reasons that we added it to alternating currents was to give that a platform. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Thursday, the 23rd, there's a film festival awards ceremony. Mm-hmm. And then you're following that up with a filmmaker's party at the wake brewing and, yeah. uh, in Rock Island. Yeah, we're working with our friends in Illinois, and, and that's a great segue to remind folks that we have a little bit of programming on Thursday still. You know, we extended the festival to four days this year, with a little bit on Saturday and, or excuse me, Sunday and Thursday. But with Thursday, the big kickoff is after the the Chambers annual meeting. We have some really unique speakers that are going to be there that are entrepreneurial in nature, and then that'll roll into the candy makers playing out in Moline uh, in on in Moline Landing in the Bath Street Landing area. And so technically the candy makers, the first show of alternating currents is actually in Moline. Hmm. Yeah. So Um, it does span both sides of the river. It does just a little bit, you know, downtown Davenport is still its home for sure, but we we're, we're branching out. You mentioned the wake brewing thing for the the film after party. And, um, you know, someday we would love for this to be a truly regional, uh, concept, but we, you know, baby steps We're this is only our second year and we want to make sure we grow in a sustainable way. True. And, you know, really the lovely thing about having it, Concent- being concentrated in one of the four cities is the fact that you don't need a car. You Once you get down there, you can just walk and uh, and hit many different sites yeah. and experiences. Yeah, the bulk of this festival is still, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then you're right. You can walk anywhere. You can Uber it down. You don't have to worry about driving. And uh, most of it is within just a few blocks of it, you know, from kind of the middle, middle east to downtown and west downtown. 
the only outlier really is German American heritage, which is a little bit of a hall, but everything else is very concentrated. You know, but even then, it's just it's just probably three or four blocks, yeah, it's, maybe. It's not that far further uh, further west we're, from the we're, figgy. We're spoiled. We are. <laughs> <laughs> now, for families, you also offer some kids pro- programming at the RME Courtyard, and there's a Genesis Family Stage, I believe. Um, yeah, the uh, the Courtyard has been just an amazing. Uh, opportunity for us to to get outside and, and have more programming outside and and the, the kids programming in particular will be very heavy on that uh, stage brett dale over at rme has put that stuff together so uh, when we start the festival a lot of it will be early on in the day uh, our own kids uh, rocking down there in the in the courtyard <laughs> that's perfect and and now there's something called over the edge for kids sake a fundraiser for Big Brothers Big Sisters, and it's going to be some rappelling. Yeah, rappelling off the side of the Blackhawk Hotel. Uh, that um, that's a great fundraiser, uh, and we're going to be able to uh, again offer something completely unique. So you could have no interest in any of the other content we're doing, and if you wanted to rappel off a building, you still can. <laughs> How many floors approximately are you rappelling uh, down? <laughs> I mean, the Blackhawk's at least ten, I think. So, <laughs> and that's on Saturday. So for for uh, the brave uh, listen who want to consider doing that, um, you should come and watch. I, I think you have to have a minimum fundraising goal in support of the Big Brothers and Big Sisters mentoring program to be able to, yeah. to do that. But yeah. just watching it sounds sounds really fun. There is. And and uh, there's also some other piece that is brand new that we just uh, recently announced in that Scott County Wrestling is also going to be engaged in this event. And we're going to have a wrestling ring out on the street and there will actually be some <laughs> matches going on in the vicinity of this as well. Well, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's weird for the sake of weird. I mean, we believe it or not, there's a huge um, uh, subculture of of this in town. Not the least of which is because of the WWE connection the Quad Cities has, uh, and and I think uh, people will be pleasantly surprised when they when they see that. Uh-huh. Well, it kind of ties in with the comedy theme, and perhaps one of our aspiring young filmmakers should head down there. It- to, to catch part of that. Yeah, that's going to be cool. I th- Those guys do a great job, and I think people will be very entertained. Mm-hmm. Now, this festival was recreated out of a previous event, which we knew as River Roots Live, and now this is your second year as the Alternating Currents Festival. Yeah, yeah. River Roots, um, you know, the Downtown Partnership operated that from 07 to, to um, 16, and it was an amazing event that we loved very, very much. Uh, but we started to visit South by Southwest every couple of years, and we started to see that you know, festivals in cities like ours were evolving. And we thought that this was a better uh, way to introduce people into our downtown, introduce our venues and our existing businesses to more people, and just uh, be more dynamic. Mm-hmm. And so we decided last year to make this change, and it was wildly successful in its first year. Uh, that rarely happens for a new festival, uh, and, and we were thrilled with the feedback with Ben Folds and, and just all the just positivity that came out of it. Uh, so this will be just our second year, and, and I think we learned a few things. It'll be even better. Yeah. Well, that flexibility component is so essential. And, and really, our creative opportunities change, and, and we have to evolve with those. So good for the Downtown Davenport Partnership to, to kind of see that and, and, to, uh, and to transition to something that really sounds like it's going to be a great experience for all of us. Yeah. And I have to give our board of directors credit. I mean, we brought this kind of crazy idea forward and they were willing to work with us on it. This was a pretty progressive move for us and one that some of the general public didn't quite understand at the time. But last year was all the proof you needed that this was in fact a good move and and one that I think we're just going to start building off of. Appleton, Wisconsin is a great example of a town that did something like this where it just exploded into something huge. 
uh, Mile of Music, which just happened, uh, is is just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's a and very that's, similar. That's Appleton's like local, their local festival. That's their version of alternating currents, and so we learned a lot from them too. We actually studied their model, visited them in addition to Austin before we launched our festival, and there's a little bit of pieces of both. Well, let's talk about yourself for a minute, Kyle. Sure. Uh, you work for the Downtown Davenport Partnership. H- how long have you worked for them, and what, what is the purpose of that organization? Sure. This is, this is my 13th year now with the organization, and it's a division of the Quad Cities Chamber, but we have um, you know, a very geographic-oriented mission. And so our mission is one of economic development, uh, you know, basically the betterment of downtown, period, is the easy way to put it. But economic development, business retention, recruitment, festivals, the flower baskets that you see downtown, uh, cleaning up trash, master planning, uh, cultural events. We, we do a little bit of everything, and uh, we're very proud of, of the work that we've done. Downtown has seen over half a billion dollars in investment in the last 15 years, and uh, that's certainly something I think we can hang our hat on. Yeah, no, you should be very proud of that. And I love the fact that this um, that this this organization includes culture of vitality and the arts. That's an important component of of their work of it, your work. It is, and DDP recently partnered with the Figgy to work with uh, artist David Dahlquist to come up with a, a new um, kind of design overlay for the riverfront that'll combine with the city's plans. And uh, we just saw some preliminary stuff that knocked me out of my chair. I can't wait for the public to see more of that. But it's a good example of us putting our money where our mouth is on that. And uh, the cultural piece, too, is that we have a a music scene in the Quad Cities that is very legitimate. And uh, I think downtown played a big role in that through RME initially. Of course, our our old history of jazz coming up the river uh, is is the genesis of all of it. But more modern, you know, RME than what Muller has done with Day Trotter and then uh, Raccoon Motel. Uh, These Stardust, we have so many venues now. And then Quad Cities-wise, you start adding up Roz Talks and everything else. Uh, I think that that cultural vitality piece is economic development, is workforce retention recruitment, is talent. Uh, and if people put two and two together, they'll realize how powerful this really is for the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we hear over and over again how important arts are t- economically to our community. And, you know, I just – when I started hearing that initially, I just started thinking, oh, it's – you know, it. People buy tickets and they're downtown and they'll they'll you know go to restaurants, but it's so much more than that. It's what corporate um, you know business people can use to attract and retain new people, and that's really invaluable. It is, it is, and that drives at our mission that you know we don't throw parties for the heck of it. We throw parties for a very particular reason, and that's to make a better place to live, a quality of life. You know, you want. You have to be competing with everybody else in the nation right now, and if you think sitting on your hands is going to get 25 year old to want to move here and live here you're wrong um the the whole landscape has changed of how competitive it is and the arts are at the center of what sets somebody apart mm-hmm. yeah the quad cities is so interlinked that it's a citizen i usually view it as one you know large community rather than a consortium of these smaller cities uh in the time that you've worked here how would you say that our community has changed and evolved and and i guess you you just threw out the fact that there's so much more music and I would really agree with that. Yeah, I mean, first of all, we've changed dramatically. Uh, you know, since I moved here in the year 2000 from Canton, Illinois, in central Illinois, to the Quad Cities to go to Ambrose, that was how I got into this community. I mean, it's night and day. You wouldn't even recognize downtown from that window of time to the, to the present, let alone the region. Uh, there's been investment all over the place. The, the music scene has grown up in that window of time. 
Uh, I think we've begun an identity that is, in fact, regional, that we are 400,000 people, not little pockets of 50 and 10 and 100 here or there. Uh, and we have to think like that, and we have to act like that if, we, if we're really going to make it. And the good news is, is we've done exceptionally well. I mean, the Quad Cities is in a good place right now. And uh, I think it's going to be better. The future does look good for this region. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Downtown Davenport Partnership, besides running this, this huge event, the Alternating Currents Festival, you, you, they also host a, you know, a large number of other summer events, starting, starting with Bow Arts way back in May. And then you, know, you have the Red, Right, White, and Boom Festival over the 4th of July. And then it just picks up the, you yeah. know, the Mississippi Valley Blues Fest and Bix. There's and, tons. And, and you know, our organization is responsible for three of them, you know, AC, Red, White, and Boom, and Street Fest during Big 7 weekend. But all these other organizations work with us and we co-promote them, and we partner with them, and and you know we're all here in the same boat. You know we're all trying to help each other out. Uh, in fact, I my favorite events are the ones we don't run. Uh, we've got plenty on our plate, and it's good to see other people taking that flag and planning it too. Uh, so at the end of the day, you know the this region continues to grow and and continues to be a, a better place to live, and we really think alternating currents is a way to highlight that to a broader community. And we want ultimately for the, for AC to be seen well outside our region, that people travel here uh, and and discover this place and fall in love with it the way we did. Yeah. Well, I certainly have. And, um, you know, it's no wonder that summer is really my favorite time time of year, year here. Uh, what have you learned from organizing an event of this size, you know, which is very complex and has so many working parts? Uh, a lot of it is that you need to trust your partners. You know, we me- I mentioned earlier that, you know, we have all these different people like Dan and Sean and, and, and you know, 10 other people, Harry, that are booking their little p- particular piece that we have to coordinate with them and, and uh, that, you know, you can't do it all. So we've, we've just learned that, you know, as long as good communication is going on, we can be the epicenter for this and, and push that out. And we've learned that our businesses really appreciated it too, which ultimately we represent. So it's, it's a good, it's a good um, everybody wins kind of scenario. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Kyle Carter, it was delightful to talk with you today. Um, and thank you for making our community a more creative and interesting place to live. Yeah, I appreciate the invite, and we've got more where that came from. Great. The Alternating Currents Festival is this weekend, Thursday, August 23rd through Sunday, August 26th, in downtown Davenport, where you will find a wide variety of original live music, film screenings, comedians, and visual artists. There are many free events in addition to the ticketed venues. The schedule can be viewed on the Alternating Currents app or online, and tickets can be purchased at alternatingcurrentsqc.com or at the individual performance sites. I hope to see you there. This has been Carolyn Martin, Talking Art in the Quad Cities for WVIK. Our theme music is provided by a Quad City legend, the late Ellis Cal. Thank you.